0: You're listening to Bellwaw Radio with Gina Stevens providing digital marketing tips for nonprofits, community media and community radio. Thank you for joining me here on Bellwaw Radio. My name is Gina Stevens and this is the first of a two-part series on email marketing. 7 tips for adding email marketing to your social media mix. So it's the first of a two-part series. Seven tips for adding email marketing to your social media mix. Lots of nonprofits I work with don't have a whole lot of skills on email marketing. A lot of them don't even have an email marketing strategy in place. They might have an email newsletter going out, but there isn't really a real strategy. So I'm going to give you some tips, and these are going to really kind of help you with your lead generation campaign. Both email marketing and social media are great marketing tools independently. But when you combine the two, you can accelerate a slow marketing campaign and help improve your lead generation. Here are about seven tips you can use to improve your lead generation campaign. Number one. Activate your attentive and loyal community members. If you already have an email marketing campaign in place, here is what your email marketing statistics, here's where your email marketing statistics will really come in handy. Now, what do I mean by your email marketing statistics? Some of you might already be looking at your email marketing statistics if you're using an email marketing software like MailChimp or Mad Mimi or Constant Contact. If you are not using one of those, you really should be using them because a lot of them will let you use those programs for free if you are a nonprofit. So you really should be using an email marketing program like MailChimp or Constant Contact or Mad Mimi. I use um, Mad Mimi. So identify using your email marketing statistics. You can identify every person in your email database who has opened your um, emails. So that's one of the things I like to look at a lot. Once I send out an email marketing campaign, I wait about a day or so, and I go and I look at my statistics to see who's actually opened my emails. What you want to do is identify every person in your email database who's opened at least 60% of your emails within the last 12 months. So you're gonna go check these out. These are the people who regularly open your emails because they find your emails useful, informative, entertaining, whatever it is. Whatever based on what your um, nonprofit does, what your organization does. So you want to check that. Develop an email marketing piece that's designed to dangle carrots. That's what I call it. Carrots in front of those regular newsletter readers. Um, So what is that carrot going to be? And and the carrot is designed to activate these people who are the most engaged with your newsletter. So they're going to be people who have opened at least 60% of your um email marketing pieces. So you're going to kind of dangle a carrot in front of them. So you're going to send out uh, a newsletter uh, only to this group of people. You can download those, those people into a separate um, spreadsheet and then put them into their own list and send an email out to them. It's going to say something like... You're a valued community member, um, so we're asking you to complete this survey um, and provide us with some valuable feedback that we need. So you're going to ask them to give you feedback, like, hey, what do you think about our services? Um, what do you think we can improve on? So you can use them to kind of give you feedback about, you know, what do you think about the newsletter? Are we sending too many? Um, or what do you think about our services? What do you think we need to add to our programming? So you can you can activate these readers to kind of help you improve on your services or whatever it is you think you need help with. Number two, promote popular social media content in your email newsletter. Using your email newsletter to promote popular Facebook posts or Twitter posts or LinkedIn content is a great way to leverage your community's engagement. Social media users often want to weigh in on popular discussions and learn what other members of your community are saying. So point your email recipients to a popular post by saying something like did you miss our latest popular Facebook post or did you miss our latest Twitter post um there's been over 100 shares and 300 comments Twitter does this a lot I get a lot of emails through Twitter where Twitter itself will say um you follow this person and this is the most popular post they've posted or something so you actually want to take whatever post you've posted and, and if it's been really popular Send that out in your email newsletter and say, hey, this this has just kind of gone viral. Have you seen it yet? Number three, add social media icons to your to your um, unsubscribe page or your subscribe page. Create a custom landing page for email recipients who choose to opt out. So if you have a subscribe page, or an unsubscribe page. You want to create a custom landing page for the email recipients who are choosing to opt out. Add these social media icons to your page and ask, well, is your inbox getting too crowded? Is that the reason you're opting out? Well, go ahead and like us on Facebook. Go ahead and like us on Twitter. So that way you won't miss anything. So then people get to choose, yeah, you're sending too many emails, but I still want to stay in touch with you, so I'll just follow you on Facebook. I'll just follow you on LinkedIn. I'll just follow you on Twitter. So that way they can, you, you still want to encourage them to stay in touch with you, okay? So make sure you add these social media icons to your unsubscribe or your subscribe page. Because even if they're subscribing to a newsletter, you still want to give them the option to follow you on social media as well. Number four, create snapshots of your email newsletters and add them to Instagram. Now, this is one that I really like because I've seen some really creative newsletters come out that have some amazing graphics in them. So what I always uh, tell people is create snapshots of your your email newsletter and add them to Pinterest or Instagram because Instagram and Pinterest are very visually driven, right? So create these snapshots with brief summaries of the most important items items in your latest email newsletter, and then post them on snapshot on, on Instagram, and then post them on Pinterest. Then take it a step further, and you can create like a collage of these, right, and turn them into videos. You can turn them into videos and put them on Instagram because videos um, are even more engaging. So create videos of them, put them in your uh, Instagram, and then encourage people to subscribe to your newsletter so that they don't miss anything. Number five, test your email subject lines. This is going to be very important because your subject lines are what get people to open or not open your email in those letters. Test your subject lines. Pay special attention to your subject lines so you can determine which subject lines result in the highest open rate. I do this a lot. What I will do is I will send out my first email. And then I will wait a couple of days to see how many people have, two to three days to see how many people have opened it. Then what I will do is the people who have not opened the email, I will resend it with a different subject line to the people who have not opened it to see if the open rate changes. That's what I do. So I want you to test subject lines. Another thing I have noticed, is that when I do not capitalize every word in the subject line, I have a higher open rate. It feels more personal. So try doing that too. Try going back and forth with testing different subject lines, using the same email, send it out three days later to the people who did not open it, and try changing the subject line. And also try changing between every word is capitalized Not in all caps, but every word is capitalized and every word is not capitalized. So try that. Number six, test image effectiveness in your emails. What this is, is you want to know how effective the images that you use in the actual email are by monitoring the click throughs on the images you use in your email campaigns. So if you're going to place images, in your email, and you're going to link them to a page, and people are going to click on those images to go to a website, you want to actually monitor how effective those images are. So images that have a high click-through rate in your email usually double as great images to use in your Facebook ads or in your Twitter ads. So if you notice that those images really capture people and they're like, oh, well, this, this image really worked well in my email campaign, to get people to click through, to go to my website or to go to an event page, then that's going to be a great image to use in your Facebook ad or as a Twitter ad. You want? I caution you, though, that Facebook ads, if you're going to use an image as a Facebook ad, it can only have about 20 only about 20% of the face of the ad can have text on it. And a lot of you probably already know that because you've probably already run ads on Facebook. So you can have as much text as you want on a Twitter ad, but you can only have about 20% of the face of the ad on Twitter can be covered by text. So if you're going to be testing the effectiveness of images in email, you want to make it a habit to only have about 20% of your image um, covered by text. So number seven, consider adding a sign-up form to your Facebook page. So a newsletter, an email newsletter sign-up form to your Facebook page. Instead of just adding a static sign-up link to your Facebook page, consider creating a video that asks people to sign up for your email newsletter, really pushing, trying to push more nonprofits to start, adding video to their marketing strategy. Your video should, one, detail the value of subscribing to your email newsletter. Two, tell your community how often you will send them an email if they subscribe and then stick to that. Provide reassurance that you won't sell your information to a third party unless you are going to do that. Then you need to tell them why you're going to do that. And then... Four, show them an example of what your newsletter is going to look like. Remember to keep your video short, less than two minutes, and if you can get even shorter than that, please do it. And point people to where they're going to sign up. Okay, so those are the seven tips for adding email marketing to your social media mix. Thank you for joining me. There is going to be part two of... Adding email marketing to your social media mix. Thanks again for joining me, and my name is Gina Stevens.